48 hours. I've, let me do the maths here. 52 hours and 17 minutes. Am I right there to kick off as the Kansas City Chiefs take on the Detroit Lions in the season opener? Obviously a very exciting time of the season. Talking is about to be done and the time, uh, to borrow a phrase from Dan Campbell for the biting of kneecaps, has is about to get underway. And I've got to say, that's a great season opener, lads. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. And I know we'll be talking about the uh, the, the games in detail close to the time so we won't spoil our picks or get into it too much but um, it's a pretty good season opener I have to say there was a little bit of nervousness I think initially when the Lions were announced as the opening day opponent for the Chiefs but uh, as the offseason has gone on I think that's looking like it's going to be a pretty spicy game Yeah certainly is bearing in mind um, so, so much credit the Lions have got for the offseason and how excited everyone is around this particular team we're going to get to it short in terms of who we're picking for that particular division in yeah, I see North. There's so many people that are so high on, on the Lions, and we were fortunate to have a number of NFL media people on throughout the course of the offseason. And they all suggested this Lions team is for real. So it'll be interesting to see what the picks are. And I think the game is getting even more interesting because of the nature of what's happened over the course of the last 48 hours. Andy Reid, Andy Reid, very much, I've no idea when Chris Jones has shown up. And then obviously today, we've got the news that uh, Travis Kelsey is, you know, has this uh, potential knee injured that could ruin him out of the game, which kind of you know, it kind of brings it back to a little bit more of an even keel type of game. So, and a great one to, you're right, it's a great game to kick off the season. Yeah, Travis Kelsey ruining fantasy drafts uh, across the country, I'd say, uh, at this point in time. But yeah, as you say, we, we'll get into the the, the, the game picks and, and chopping up that game and all, indeed all the week once late uh, in detail closer to the time. Tonight though, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're giving ourselves the last, I guess it's squeaky bum time for those of us talking heads and uh, in the NFL commentaries and the, and the wider fan community we spent the off-season pouring over joint practices, looking at the draft, seeing who's performing well, trying to see if we can glean any pearls from from hard knocks, uh, all of the rest of it, looking at those preseason games, overweighting on some things, probably underweighting on other things. But at the end of it all, we, we've all nailed our colours fairly firmly to the mass, or maybe we've blue-tacked them to the mass at this point, because what we wanted to, to get through this evening is whether we should stick or twist. That's the, the, the title of tonight's show. Are we going to stick to our predictions or... Uh, like Chubby Checker and the Fat Boys. Sorry, a lot of younger younger viewers and listeners are going to have to check out that particularly uh, anachronistic pop culture references or will we be doing the twist? So what we thought we'd do is we'll go through, first of all, the picks that we feel like we're most confident in. Uh, and maybe we'll start with the, with the AFC on that one. I think we're, we're, we're all kind of more or less of a mind here. It's interesting uh, how the consensus worked, at least on the divisional champions for the most part. Aiden, the only outlier there uh, in picking the, the Steelers for the AFC North, which to be fair, is a division that looks like it's it's on a knife edge. Colin, I'll start with you. Um, of those slate of picks you have for the AFC, who's your absolute banker? Who are you most confident in and not moving from under any circumstances? Uh, I mean, there are quite a... It's quite an open and I think, you know, a very interesting AFC. NFC as well, it, it's very difficult with the news that's come out of Kansas City. Had we recorded this, you know, even last week, I'd have thought, oh, Chris Jones is going to, you know, it's going to get sorted. All the talk last week was around Beach getting it done. And then Kelsey is so key and hyperextend your knee when you're almost 34. Um, Don't don't like that in any way, uh, shape or form. Um, I I look at it and and I probably, uh, you know, um, I, I probably think, um, the the one I'm most sure of, I you know, despite the fact that they're in the toughest division, 
I'm going to go with the, the Bengals because I just think they are such a complete team and everything is trending in the right direction for Joe Burrow. I think defensively, they're so strong. They've got they've kept their coordinators together. Um, they can deal with most injuries, you would imagine. Um, you know, obviously, look, if Burrow, you know, if that lingers, lingers, then that is a huge concern. But that would go if the Chiefs lost Patrick Mahomes. That would be the, the same there. I'm going to say I am most confident of the Bengals winning the division, even though I think that the AFC North is the most stacked division in the entire league. Yeah, I, I hate to to start off the show on a dreary note of consensus, Colin, but I'm going to roll right in behind you there. I have to say the Bengals is the pick that, actually, if anything, I'm even more confident about than I was when I made it initially. Um, I, I think of all of those AFC divisions, I think while the AFC North is, is very much the toughest on paper, they're the team that I just feel has the most approved this year in a funny sort of a way because they've got that window where they've got Boyd, Higgins, Jamar Chase, Burrow, all the rest of it all ready to go. And they've got the two coordinators who stayed on. We were just saying last week, uniquely among the consensus Super Bowl contenders, they're the only team that's actually kept their two coordinators uh, in harness. So they're, they're, they're ready for this. You know, I know we mentioned before when we were talking to Phoebe Schechter at the, the live show, she was talking about the buzz in Cincinnati and how the whole town is is, is really rolling and, and really anticipating something special this season. Not that the last two seasons have exactly been damn squibs, but if you'd asked me 24, 48 hours ago, as you say, which team was I most confident in as, as far as divisional champs in the AFC, I probably would have said Kansas City, but I've definitely now gone in the direction of, of Cincinnati after the uh, after the Travis-Kelsey hyperextension. Uh, we're not throwing in any twists yet, but I just want to thank Shane Brennan for saying he got the Chucky the Chubby Checker reference. Shane's the only see Shane's only young for as well, so I'm obviously I'm obviously not that uh, that away from the the target demographic, uh, which is good to hear. And um, Brian, which 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 of those AFC divisional champs on your board are you are you going to say is your your absolute lock? What's happened to you, to you two tonight? I don't I don't get it. We're we're talking week in week out about how fantastic this Chiefs team is, and as long as you have Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, you've always got a great chance. Like we've seen the Chiefs. It was Tyreek Hill last year. We've seen them find a way to navigate an offense that still found the way to go to the Super Bowl and put up 38 points on an Eagles team and various other games throughout the course of the season. Kelsey is ultimately their main man. Yeah, I get that and all that, but like Andy Ray will find another way of scheming around him if he's not available for a period of time. And Chris Jones and Elgin will come back. Okay, he might miss this week. Uh, what's the worst case? He can hold out to week seven. Again, like we spoke about this before, the Chiefs have a way of Methodically going through a course for season, don't look impressive, and then they, they, hit the, they hit the ground running come December. Let's not get carried away by a couple of things that are not going to take away from this team. Being there, thereabouts. In a division that, let's not forget, they're going for eight in a row. So I'm not, I can't get away from the Chiefs. I, I do recognize what he's just saying on the Bengals. I think, yeah, I'm picking the Bengals. I think they will win the division. I don't think it's as straightforward as, may, as many may seem because I think there's teams in that division that have improved. The Ravens, the Browns, I think have a, Improved and even the Steelers, albeit I haven't picked them to go to the playoffs, as we'll probably get into when we do the wildcard picks, but it looks like they have improved greatly as well. So um get the Bengals, don't get the real ultimate confidence around because I think there's a team such as the Ravens with Lamar that can really go go up against as we saw at the end of last season. So I'll stick with the Chiefs as my slam dunk team to win the division. Not a great I'm surprise. Gonna, I'm going to give myself half an out though and hark back to on the last show where I said apart from Mahomes, Kelsey was the one 
concern I had if there was any injury doubt over him I'd I'd, I'd I'd start getting slightly worried given how dependent they have been on him and I think that revolving carousel as you say of wide receivers only works because he's been the mainstay so at the same time I hate to I hate to bet against Andy Reid scheming something up maybe it maybe it unlocks something new in the playbook you know they've been the most agile and flexible offensive team arguably we've we've seen in the history of the of the NFL so in some ways it's a challenge that I'm looking forward to seeing Andy Reid get his uh, get his get his hands on and see what way he uh, what way he manages to figure that one out while he recovers from the from the hyper extension, which hopefully won't be a, be a long absence because let's face it, whether you love or, or loathe the Chiefs, and I don't think there's too many who loathe them. Like you want to see the best players on the, on the pitch and, and performing at their absolute peak, and he's absolutely decorated the NFL certainly in the tight end position over the last couple of seasons. Brian, we stay with you then in terms of wild card picks. Which one are you most confident in, and which one are you gonna gonna? Carve into 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 stone before the season starts. Um, I'd be very confident in the Ravens. So I think they'll bounce back this year. Um, with, you know, with Lamar now fully fit, having the contract, and we've touched on because how aggressive they were in trying to put players around them, which Adam has continuously got frustrated over the past few years that they haven't kind of looked to kind of make sure he has enough players. I, I suppose I think they've done the utmost to help him out. I think they'll bounce back. I think they're. I mean, they were in the playoffs last year with, with, with all due respect for a quarterback, not at the level of Lamar, and still nearly pulled off the victory. And unfortunately, then kind of went and threw that particular quarterback under the bus thereafter, as if he was the cause for the, the Razor for that particular loss. Um, I've gone with the Browns to make the playoffs, and got of jokes because every year I, I try to find a team that I think could navigate away. And last year, I went with Seattle, and people thought I was a bit off in mind at that stage. I think the Browns have done some great stuff this offseason, and it's not a popular pick because of uh, the Deshaun Watson factor, but uh, I think more so from a defensive standpoint, they brought in some nice additions. They brought in Jim Swartz. Sometimes the best signing you have is, in fact, a coach as opposed to the players. And he's been tried and tested around the league. I think he will come in there and do a good job there. So I've gone with the Browns to be my ultra wildcard team and slip in as the seventh seed, but I would be very confident on the Ravens being in the playoffs again. Colin, who's the, the wildcard that you feel has the mostest for me, I, I mean, I, I think I agree with, with Brian that the, I expect the Ravens to be very strong. But I think for me, the, the Jets, I think, should end the longest playoff drought in the NFL. You look, Aaron Rodgers looks rejuvenated and his, you know, that, I suppose, tandem with Garrett Wilson, I think, has the potential to be absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I like the, the defense. The issue all last year was around the the QB. The the one concern is on the the tackles, um, but I think they can they can get through the regular season and into the playoffs even with that line. So to me, I, I think they for the the wild card that they would be um, my kind of banker in that respect. Now though that O line. That's an issue come January, certainly. Um, but we can talk about that at that point. Yeah, I, I hate the way this is trending, Colin, but I'm going to have to agree with you. I think the, the Jets are the team of my wildcard picks that I'd be the most confident. I just can't see them not making the playoffs with everything they've got going for them and with everything with, that we've seen since Rogers slotted in. I, I think that's been such an interesting trade. Obviously, so much ink expended on it in the, in the offseason. But I think... Because it seems to have rejuvenated both franchises, and we'll talk about the Packers a little bit later when we get to the NFC. But uh, and it's rejuvenated Rogers himself. I mean, I know uh, I had made a joke on Twitter that uh, 
the actor who's playing Aaron Rodgers is, is, is doing a great job in, in Hard Knocks because he's really taken the character in a whole new interesting direction. He seems happy for the most the most part. He seems to be really getting on with his teammates. He seems to like the coaching setup and everything. I know they're very much in the honeymoon phase and we wait and see uh, what happens when they hit a bump in the road. And we've talked about it at length, the fact that they do have a tricky enough start to the start to the schedule. But you can see the way the defense is really kind of feeling itself as well. Like they, they seem to be setting themselves up for what they feel is going to be a big season for them. Um, you know, that Wilson Rogers connection, little enough of it as we've seen in the preseason and preseason is only preseason, but it looks to be right on the money. And you heard uh, Rogers saying after that lovely uh, toss on the, the final play of their, their drive before they pulled their starters against the Giants, first of many, bro. That's going to be the first of many. You really felt like uh, he meant that. And that's a connection that we're going to see over and over again in the season. I, I don't see them necessarily winning the division. I, I still think the Bills are the team to beat there, and I don't think the Bills are going to be toppled. Can't see any way that the Jets are going to fall short, given them the massive upgrade they've made there. Short of Rodgers, and he is the oldest player in the league this year, short of Rodgers uh, somehow picking up an injury, which I wouldn't be I wouldn't be massively fearful of, given his his relatively clean history and the, and the decent offensive line he's, uh, he's playing behind. Uh, Brian, is there a, the wild card uh, pick that you'd be um, that you that you'd be locking in there? Um, well, I'm actually more just your take on the Dolphins, Connor, because um, we were quite high on the Dolphins last year, and they well they made the playoffs, played a really good game against the Bills, and they seem to give the Bills probably the one that, for me. Like they always seem to play the Bills so tough, and they've got a great roster. They're kind of going on the route under the radar. I haven't selected them. I think teams will go against them, such as the nature of how better the Jets will be so I was torn between the Jets and the Dolphins but I went with the Jets because obviously the, what's expected that he's obviously covered it very well there in terms of this Jets team yeah. well you, you still have two of them finding their way in three teams from the AFC East finding their way in well I'm, I'm going to say you, you've kind of called me out there and, and I'm going to have to uh, I think throw in the first twist of the, of the night and I hate to abandon the Dolphins because I still like a lot of what I see I love Mike McDaniel. I, I'm looking forward to seeing what he does this year. I think he, he's going to have a whole new bunch of schemes and, and we're going to see some some fun stuff from them. Um, you know, Really hoping Tua stays healthy and obviously that's a big caveat in, in everything I expect him to do. But just it's funny, when we're going through it division by division, we talked about this off air a, a little bit early on. You know, it, you, you make a pick one way. When you actually start step back and look at it as, as it's displayed on the graphic there, and you go, I have three teams from the AFC East, which, as we know, or as many people will know, actually has probably the toughest schedule of any of the divisions in the uh, in the league this year. That, that they have, you know, according to the analytics gurus, uh, the collection of the toughest schedules between them. I think the Jets have the have the number one toughest schedule. And um, again, going by the numbers and and based on where last season finished up of any team in the in the league and. Um, and when I, when I looked around again, you're looking at there's there's quite a few teams I'm overlooking there. So look, long story short, I'm going to twist on the on the Dolphins. I'm I'm throwing the Ravens into the mix. I think if uh, if if division is going to throw uh, another team into the playoffs, if, if there's a if there's a wild card team that, that that I would replace the Dolphins with, I think it probably has to be the the Ravens. Well, just like, welcome in, yeah, welcome in. We're we're all we're all aboard. Obviously, the the Ravens. Um, although. Um, I do I think it's interesting, um, you know, that I, uh, some of us have, uh, you know, the, the Steelers in there. And uh, I know Shane asked the question around um, Kenny Pickett. I think when it comes to QBs, generally what you see is um, QBs tend to get that named as captains uh, all, almost by default. 
Uh, if they don't, I think that's almost something to keep more of an eye on. Uh, I know CJ Stroud has been named as captain in year one for the, the Texans, um, and, and it's generally the, the case. And I go back to the fact that, you know, Tebow was that for the Broncos, um, but uh, as Jim Trotter to- told me, uh, Champ Bailey uh, said, you know, how hard it was uh, to um, to play and to the sort of football Tebow used to play. Um, so to, to me, the, the picket thing isn't it, but I think with what Mike Tomlin and the Steelers have done, I expect them to make noise this season. Gavin Smith th- throws in an interesting comment there, and it's one that actually had literally occurred to me almost at the same time it came in there. None of us have any have a second team from the AFC West making the making the playoffs, so we've all uh, factored out the Broncos, even though Peyton, you would think, is a, is a massive improvement as uh, as as head coach. None of us can quite see that making the difference and seeing them going from where they were to the playoffs. Uh, we're also overlooking the Chargers. I think there, there's. Widespread lack of belief on this uh, on this show with with Brandon Staley is probably the reason there, unless anybody has another factor. But in some ways, it's a big statement to overlook Justin Herbert. He's someone I do expect to have a have a big season on. I know he'll probably be somebody who's heavily heavily selected in in various fantasy teams. Um, again, I I wavered between them and the Ravens when I when I was doing my my pre show twisting. Um, I was um half thinking that I might just throw the vote of confidence behind the Chargers to to make a late run and, and make the playoffs, but I just couldn't convince myself that they'd be the, the team to pick above the above the Ravens, I, I have to say. Um, any any other twists on the on the wild card, lads, before we before we move on? Am I the only one who is, is wavering in his belief? Well, sorry, Colin. Like the Chargers for me, it's all about Brandon Stegan. It's all about this defense. You're right. Like we it's we all love Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert and in all likelihood with with Callum Moore there, you know, only making his offense better unless he's done some nice things in the draft to give him another explosive wide receiver. Well, I don't think that's going to be the problem. I think we spoke about it last week. We, you were just watching great Chargers games, 34, 30, 31, 38 type of games. But ultimately, some they'll come out on the wrong side of it because their defense just hasn't hasn't got to the level in which you should after two, two or three years of trying to correct so many different things. It'll be interesting to see if this is finally the year in which they can put this together. Be safe. And not only are you a regular viewer of this show and, and obviously it was very good to us and they had to do the sound at our night show in Buskers on the Ball recently. Um, he's a Chargers fan and we've had a charity bet this year. I think um, I've given them uh, that's a win. I think I took no, nine or less and he took ten or more. There you are. So someone will be donating money to, to a good charity come come Jan- January. I imagine it will be it'll be Owen. It won't be me. I'll be stunned if it's me. But anyway, here we go. Aiden, it's worth maybe discussing Aiden's because we just on the Steelers there. Got our, um, Aiden, yeah. obviously, uh, he's, he does all our fabulous graphic work. I mean, he's very high on the, on the Steelers. Yeah, has him to win the division. <laughs> Bear in mind how competitive we just discussed with the Bengals and the Ravens. I think you can make a case for, for any three of those teams. And I, I know you're you're reasonably high on the Browns as well, even though you don't have them, have them making the divisions or, or, or making the... Um, Winning, winning the division, you have to make in the playoffs. Uh, I don't think it takes much for for the Steelers to get there. And again, I said it before, and I say it again: you kind of nearly factor in nine wins with Mike Tomlin, and it's it's how many more beyond that that they get that that determines uh, whether or not you can make the case for them winning the division. I think we'll we'll see how they go. Wide receivers have looked electric in in preseason. Um, Pickett looks to be looks to be growing and developing. Uh, you know they they hopefully get a full healthy season out of TJ Watt I think that's a massive difference if, if if that goes their way this year you know that 
health is obviously a factor for all teams. We talk about it all the time, but that was a huge loss for them um, and did make a difference in, in how they finished up. And they still managed to, to come out nine and eight. Um, but yeah, I still think Ravens and and Bengals are, are are ahead of them in terms of their their development curves. Um, but it's I know I I don't have to make it the playoffs, but it it's it's not a difficult argument to make, and uh, I I don't think anybody is going to be too uh, too keen to come out Aiden on that pick. We'll we'll see how it goes. Any any divisional champion, like I don't think any of us are twisting on the uh, on on the divisional champions, but who of the of the four of the AFC? Would you would you waver over if there if there was a moment of doubt? It's a good one. Um, I think the ja- I think the Jags are boom or bust. I mean, I I'm gonna go with the boom side of things, but I think you could make an argument that the Jags defense is terrible. Um, that things fall apart. That they don't get the production out of Trayvon Walker last year's number one overall pick. Um, and that ultimately they become. You know, this year's Chargers who end up losing games at 38, 34 and and stuff like that. I think Trevor Lawrence takes jump, but to me, it's banking on their their defense. And in the Titans, you have Mike Vrabel, um, their great coach. And despite all of their problems last year and the QB injuries that they they had, they were there or thereabouts. It was only in that week 18 game that ultimately the, the Jags pulled it out of the bag. So... I, I'm going to say it's boom, but I could well end up with egg on my face uh, come, you know, week uh, week 18 of the regular season. Yeah, that that was one I have to say that, that that I did go back and forth a little bit on when we made the original picks. I didn't necessarily see enough of a case to to, to, to jump and, uh, and twist on the Jaguars and put the Titans in the driving seat there. But I think you get... You get Tannehill back. I think you, you know what you got from him. Like the, the the ceiling is certainly not as high as, as some of the mega stars that we have in the quarterback position in the AFC. But the floor is much higher than most people. I think you get good solid play. And um, a lot then depends on Derrick Henry's thirty this season. Is he? You know, there's a there's a lot of a lot of mileage on that clock. We, we we know what he can do when he's at his very best. Um, and that you know, they look a little bit better served on the on the wide receiver side as well. You're going to get that tough. Titans defense, they 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 they're quite reliable there and they're quite consistent. I think they will go as the, the Jaguars do or don't in a, in a funny sort of way. I think if the Jaguars slip up at all, you can see the Titans taking that division. Um, I'd still be confident enough in in Peterson. I I'm still very confident in in Trevor Lawrence, who you know in, in some ways we haven't talked about a huge amount in the offseason because there's been so much hype elsewhere and there's been so much else to talk about. But that's another exciting one. That's a, another guy that I'm really looking forward to watching this season. What whatever way it goes. I think, as you've said, Colm, for me, it, it slightly worries me that they put themselves in the holes that they put them in. It excites me, obviously, that they found the ways to get out of them in, in, in the way that they did, particularly against the Chargers in the playoffs. But there there is a flaw in, in, in that team, and I'm not sure, like you, that they've done quite enough to address it um, since the season ended up. Brian, what about you? Any that you'd waver on or your, your poker face the whole way through? I probably would waver on that one as well, but well, I have picked him by process of elimination, we've got two teams in the division with rookie quarterbacks, and you've got the, the Titans. And right now, nobody really knows what to expect from this Titans this year. If you were to ask anybody, give me five teams in the NFL, who you just get in one, you couldn't say yes or no in terms of what they're going to do this year. The Titans would have to be one of those teams. If they get the pass from back to what we saw a couple of years ago when they went number one seed, even with a, a, an offense that's not a, you know an aggressive type of offense, I still think they could win a lot of games. 
we really don't know. So I went through that particular division by process of elimination and who's most likely to come out winning games. And that is Trevor Lawrence and, and the Jags. And for that reason, I go with them. So but if you look at the other three, the Bills, the Chiefs and the Bengals, it would have to be the Jags that I'd be pulling the plug out. But I'll still run with them because I think the division is just not strong enough for anybody else to take, take it on from there. 